The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight out of the mouths of madness, I am one of your hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is F.U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with us today is Charlotte. Hello, boys. What's up? What's up? And uh, we are all here. Oh, I mean, yeah, all horror movies all the time. It's kind of what we do here at From <laughs> yeah. the Mouths of Madness. <laughs> um, and we are. You are joining us on this episode to talk strictly about horror comedies. Horror comedy is really one of my favorite genres. It's yeah. such, there's such great movies out there. Uh, some of my favorites, so I'm really excited to talk about it. It's weird because like, I, th- I feel like in the 80s there were some, but I, I feel like in the last like 15 years there's been so a lot more like that are just so strong that like they have this these cult followings on some of this. Well, I think part of that goes with the fact that they know they they're they're intentionally try doing that with the movie. Like I feel like a lot of the original horror comedies, or is what we call them, weren't intentionally supposed to be taken strictly as like a horror comedy. There were still aspects of them that, that I feel like the director tried to make them more of a horror movie. Right. But then like but, now well, they're they're throw, com- throw, throw out some like Monster Squad though. Yeah. You know Monster Squad. That's I, also, I'm just saying like it's also that's... like PG. It is PG, but there's straight up some deaths. There's some fucked up shit that there's, happens. There's some there. racism in there. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Continue. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Look away. Look away. <laughs> but you know, the ones that come out now, like it's there's no doubt. You know, it's straightforward. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no question. It's a horror comedy. Yeah. So if you go back and look at some '80s ones, the ones that you find that are horror comedy, they I feel like they were they happened by kind of accident. Oh yeah. You know? I definitely think that. The 80s horror comedies were horror movies that happened to be comedic. And then you hit the 2000s, especially 2010, around that time. You start to get the actual genre sculpted as the horror comedy. Exactly. That, that Yeah, exactly. Because look at all the slasher films. I mean, any, you could take any slasher film outside of like the OG, like top OG three or four. Uh, and um, then you get into the sequels or the wannabes. And you're like, they're funny because they're just terrible. Yep. Not a horror comedy. They're just schlocky and funny because they're terrible. There's a difference, right? Well, then, yeah. but like Charlotte said, once it became like people loving that aspect, but then let's redefine it and put some respect behind it and like, no, this is a horror comedy. Then bam, then you have ones that are like, no, this is awesome and it's fucking hysterical and that's a horror comedy. Well, you have stuff like Jason X that attempts Ugh. to be kind of satire Ugh. and like kind of silly silly but also mm. still trying to be a Jason movie yeah. and doesn't know what the fuck it is and it's just a mess they started that with Takes Manhattan honestly that's true yeah, yeah. Right? they yeah. killed a chick with a guitar and then yeah. like now knocked the dude's head off that, no, hold on hold on I will say I will say <laughs> the dude's head getting knocked off <laughs> is actually pretty fucking hilarious because yeah. this the guy lives his whole life being a boxer and he's like I'm gonna be a boxing champion 
and his first like time to actually show his skills, and he his his cap gets detated. Like I mean, his cap gets detated. Yeah, I mean, like he, he pretty much dies like a little bitch. Yeah, and dies the worst way. His head literally getting knocked off. Oh, oh, and then it falls off the building into a dumpster. Yeah, and then the lid closes. Yeah, like come on, guys. I'm just saying that was his one moment. He's <laughs> yeah. been practicing his whole life, and he's like, all right, my I, I have one set of skills, and that's boxing. I can stop. Cheating. Nope, never mind. My head's gone. All right, bye. Yep, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> and then there are other franchises that so Halloween didn't really do it. They never really went to the point. They were just laughable because they just sequels got bad. Well, but you have like Nightmare on Elm Street after three, where they had a good mix, so it was still like a horror movie. Once four hit, it was like. But four has some. It, I mean, they are silly fucking kills, but like it's, it's Freddy having a good time, you know. It's like, the one liners, exactly. That makes it yeah, funny. Exactly. Like his his one liners are way more off the cuff and dad joke than like anything else. We mm. we covered on the panel for Galaxicon like two nightmare scenes. Yeah, but you could have easily put a several from part four. You know, yeah. with the cockroach uh, one. There's so many different ones, but they're also really fucking silly. So, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, we picked. Two of the ones, and you, you heard it on the episode previously released from GalaxyCon, Glenn's death and then the Phillips death from three, uh, Glenn's death from one. But yeah, we're talking about four where you've got the cockroach motel death, and like, yeah, that's that's a gruesome death, but you've got Freddy at the end saying, you check in, but you can't check out. I'm like, come, come on, on, man. Like, hold on, hold on. There's the asthma check, and he's like, we're suck face. Like, yeah, come on. Those are pretty fucking silly. They are, but yeah. no, exactly. They are. They, that's what I'm saying. Those are like horror comedy gold. Yeah. Once they utilize Freddy for that, and the same thing with Child's Play. The Child's Play sequels literally went into horror comedy. Brought a Chucky, seated Chucky. Come on, those were like those ridiculous. Had, those were they, but they knew what they were doing. Exactly. Yeah. That was in Come the on. 2000s you have when they doll, came out with those. You have a doll fucking another doll. All right. You get like a doll sex scene. Yeah. It's like, hey, wait, Team America could do it. Why can't we do it? Yeah. So well, hey, actually, that was years before Team America. So. Wait, Bride of Chucky was years before Team America. Yep. You sure? 97. No way. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I didn't see Bride of Chucky till around the same time. Then that's why I think it's crossed. I didn't see Bride of Chucky till I was in high school, which Team America came out. Yeah. When I was in high school. Yeah, no. So. That, Brad Chucky was kind of a risk because that was the first going into making it silly after like all the other the Child's Play sequels were like so serious. Oh, let's face it. Two and three weren't exactly serious. Well. They tried. As serious as you could be with a movie like that. They tried. So I was thinking, let's, uh, I'm going to be a gentleman and uh, see what the Charlotte wanted to have as the first movie to bring I know up. why you're being a gentleman. Uh, Listeners don't know, but I do. Because you want to get laid later. There you go. That's right. That's what Ladies you and gentlemen, Charlotte is F.U. Hunter's significant other. Significant oh, other. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. he's just trying to get some poon on. He's just trying to be nice. He's yeah. just trying to be nice. So don't be a bitch later. <laughs> he knows. Mm. So we actually watched this last night, but one of my favorite fucking horror comedies and what really got me to the genre was Tucker and Dale versus. Yes. Oh my God, this yep. movie changed my fucking life. <laughs> like, I was up, it was like, I watched it in like 2013, 2014 maybe, and I was with my girlfriend at the time, and we were drinking wine, and we we're like, oh, let's check this out. And I remember watching it, and during watching it, I was like, wow, this is my experience watching this movie for the first time. I was like, I'm gonna remember this forever. This is so fucking good. That movie was comedic genius. Yes. The acting on Alan Tunick and uh, I don't know the other main characters, the actor's name. Um, he's, a, he's a comedian of some sort. Yeah, I was going to say. He's been their stuff. acting was beautiful. And I was telling her last night we were watching it, the acting of the college kids was terrible. 
but I think it really fit the movie. Kind of, yeah, it fits it fit in those slasher that, teenagers. That they were terrible. It was um, really tropey, the way they were like handling situations that really like sort of fit in. Um, but it's just so fucking funny. It was just comedic gold. Yeah, and it, it, it was comedic gold because all the instances that led to the thing that made them think the thing about the people. It all just, it was like, there's so much coincidence in that movie that it was just hysterical. Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, fucking oh, I, like, I, the One of the best death scenes, and I'll let her take over this one, oh is definitely got to be... No, the fucking wood chipper. Yes. I love yeah, I was thinking of the wood <laughs> chipper. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine, you're sitting there, you're chopping your wood, you're throwing your wood in there, la la, maybe this is your AirPods. And turn around, all of a sudden, some fucking college kid jumps head first into the fucking wood chipper. Like, what do you think? Like, what do you think at that time? Like, why is this happening? I also love it. It is fucking hilarious. I love not only did college kid jump in the wood chipper, but the blood that shoots out lands on the blonde chick. Just to add yeah. that little yeah. nice and, topping. And Alex Tudyk's like holding his legs <laughs> and trying to pull him out. And at the end, he's like, you all right? You okay? And it's like, what um, the fuck do you think is going to happen when you go to the wood chipper? And that's one of the, the great things about it is that Tucker and Dale are reacting to these deaths. And like, what the fuck? Like, I always, I, I always, we always joke around about the, the sheriff who leans on the post and Yo, the fu- nail with there. And he comes outside and the nails in his fucking head. And he's like, he's just, he's just going to walk it off. He's, he's just walking walk it off. It off. I think the way when I first watched it, when I started to really understand how great this movie was going to be, was the B scene where the college kid goes up and, you know, tries to, like, get Allison back. And he cuts, he saws into the bee, the wasp nest. And he's, like, running with the chainsaw. And I'm like, oh, my God, the perspective that the college kids have on the situation is fucking hilarious because they're terrified. It's Leatherface over again. Reality, yeah, yeah. he's just being chased by bees. And I was like, oh, this is how this fucking movie's gonna be. <laughs> it was just like, if one thing could have been different, it could have been solved in so many ways. Like, it, it could have not been a movie if they just reacted differently. Even when they're trying to help out, the kid grabs the gun and, like, oh, you, you got the safety on. And so the kid turns the gun to take the safety off and then shoots himself. Somehow that they're still responsible for that, but by trying to help out. The yeah. kids hold a gun to them. He's like, well, you can't do anything without the safety. <laughs> Whoops. It was fucking hilarious. But it does turn out at the end that someone did have uh, malintent, too, so there's that. Yeah, yeah you and, know? And, which is a twist on it. It's because a twist, yeah. It's one of the quote-unquote college kid victims. That's, yeah, who's that's, just tweaked. Yeah. It was, you know, oh, it was wrong up there. Yeah, he's douche nozzle. It's hilarious. Just the acting with Alan Tunick and the other main guy is just their reactions to everything. It's just so you know, one thing that I can think of that the other main guy was in um, was he, I'm pretty sure wasn't he the uh, overweight dude that got locked up with the Joker in Dark Knight that had the cell phone? No, something? no, no. The only was, other thing I can say for sure that he was in was uh, if you've ever seen Zach and Mary make a porno, he's oh. the he's the Penguins fan or Steelers fan that walks in while they're trying to Rock film. Him. Suck him, Rock him, suck him. Yeah. Football. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. So it, I. That's one of the only movie other things I can think of. He's been in a bunch of other stuff, but that's the only one I can definitely say. That okay, so wouldn't he be the brother in um, Orange is the New Black? Piper's brother? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Piper's brother. Yep. But Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is, is a prime example of when it becomes, it's a genre film. Like, well, not the, only that, the writers but... knew exactly what they were doing, and they critiqued it, and they just nailed it down. Prior to that, 
Um, one that kind of knew what it was. Uh, what you say? I guess you could say Attack the Block. That was comedy horror. Yeah, and you take you know. where the kids, you know, the beginning are set up as like, you know, these criminals of like yeah. that, and they're the, you know, they're the, the heroes at the end. Yeah, but there's so much in between where it's just, and it's the British dry humor. So it's that really just like, you know, you got you got, well, you've got to like that style of humor. A lot of everyone yeah. likes it, you know, where it's really witty and just basically dickish. Well, and, and look, you got to give the director props. I mean. One of the cast members went on to be a main cast member of Star Wars. That they wasted. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? I, he still is in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And then one of the other cast members is now Doctor Who. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about the British, I think let's definitely bring up another big main one of this horror comedy genre. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Edgar Wright. Oh, you beautiful, beautiful man. Yes. <laughs> I first I actually first saw Shaun of the Dead. What year did it come out? Oh three? Oh four I think it was uh, I think it was oh four. I already stumped the hose. Hold on. Stumped the hose. Hold on. <laughs> my download out is literally holding the Blu ray of that the, we watched the yeah. other night. God, the writing is so small. I'm so old. All right, well it came out early two thousands. And <laughs> I saw it at the Bird, which is a local theater we have in Richmond. Was it a midnight yeah. showing? Or was it like an actual showing? It was a, it was an actual okay. showing, yeah. So it wasn't a midnight showing. And I was like a teeny, I was like 13 or so whenever, when it came out. And so it was kind of my first like introduction into like, you know, these sorts of movies. And I thought it was the most brilliant fucking thing I had ever seen. Like first it takes so much influence from horror movies. Like even the simple line, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. threw that in there. And he took... (laughs) Just every aspect of all of the zombie movies, all of the horror movies, and just put it into this comedic situation and adapted it to like present day at the time and how we react to it. And it also adapted to present day on showing the social commentary about how everyone's a zombie now. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he, everyone's acting like a zombie. So you're saying they, they kept that going? Yeah. I mean, that's what that was Romero, that was one of Romero's things going in. We talk, like, if you listen to Killer Philly, we talk about Dawn of the Dead in the original 78. He goes into the consumerism and zombies, walking them all, going to what they know. They did keep that aspect in Shaun of the Dead, right? Even with the living, because Shaun wanted to just keep doing, he yeah. wanted to get to the, um, his salute, yeah, the yeah, Winchester. The Winchester. Yeah. He wanted to get to the Winchester, like, but dude, like, no, we're not going to the bar, but he wanted to go to the bar, you know? What I really appreciate about the, that movie, too, is that it starts out as a comedy, and then it builds up, and it's still a horror comedy. But, man, that last, like, 20 minutes, it's straight Romero zombie movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, when yeah. uh, Shithead gets fucking pulled through the window, he's getting ripped apart Yep. pretty much just like Dude Man from uh, Day of the Dead. Yep. Like, yeah, some of the some of the kills are pretty badass at the end of that movie. Yeah, something I want to mention that I actually meant to mention with Tucker and Dale is Shaun the Dead and Tucker and Dale, they're very comedic, but actually very gory, too. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Tucker and Dale was gory. Like, you had some serious gore, and then in Shaun of the Dead, you have a lot of gore with it, too. Yeah, we, we want to stay on the, the fact of gore. I got two older horror comedies, at least that's how I view them, and that's uh, De La Morte, De La More, and um, Brain Dead. So American Cemetery Man and then uh, Dead Alive. Uh, Both of those are fucking hysterical. What was that in in, uh, Cemetery Man (laughs) where he said, be a good zombie and get back in your grave? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. There's like a a flying head coming at him. I mean, dude, there's so much funny in there. Like, it's ridiculous. You know? Some stuff in Brain Dead, it's funny, and it's (laughs) but it's also so gross. I was just telling somebody the other day, that scene with the... 
pus in the pudding. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. And you know what's sad is that actually grosses up more than actually two zombies fucking. Yeah, seriously. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> but she's like chewing on the ear. <laughs> I could, that's the one thing uh, yeah. I could take most stuff in that movie, but it's that pus in the pudding, and the dude's spoon goes right into it. Oh, so bad, so bad. Like I mean, it, uh, yeah. But it does have some just great comedy, like you know, especially the zombie fight with the pastor before that scene where he's like, "I kick ass for the Lord." I mean, I could literally watch that scene every, all the like nonstop. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. And then the whole final battle, which uh, we showed at the GalaxyCon panel in the previous <laughs> so episode, so good. And that wasn't all of it. Like I was like debating between that, which you know, like I said, Herr Groot sent. Also, the the chainsaw, the long scene. scene yeah. But that's all just chopping up. Well, you, it was a lot less. Well, that's the know. funny thing is that as soon as you bring up that movie, people bring up that lawnmower scene first because it's yeah. such an impression. I mean, you're just mowing down fucking zombies left and right. So, um, one thing I do want to say though with Brain Dead is that it's like Peter Jackson saw Evil Dead and was like, I want that style movie. I just want to add a shitload more cast members to be killed in it because yeah. it plays out so much like Evil Dead and Evil Dead or more Evil Dead 2 with that kind of horror comedy factor so it's funny you mention uh, Evil Dead 2 was that a segue because we've got Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness which Army of Darkness was just Sam Raimi's like I'm, my dick's out somebody gonna suck it because they're gonna love this shit and that's love pretty it. much what he did with <laughs> from because of Evil Dead 2 mm, right absolutely like, it means Army Darkness leans so much more comedy in the horror. Yeah, it's still fucking. It still has points. Fucked up but shit. It's almost like where Evil Dead Two is horry horror, horror with a little bit of comedy. Did you say Evil Dead Two was horry. Yeah, it was horry. horry. I'm so horry for. Wait, it. do you have a boner for Henrietta? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, me. Yeah. Oh. But Evil Dead Two has got such a high percentage of horror to comedy, and then Army Darkness is like you just flip flop that. So, yeah. 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 Would you compare the Nightmare? on Elm Street movies with Evil Dead 2 with saying about the dad jokes and that was the comedic sense of it with Evil Dead 2 being like the one-liners that they say with that. Would you compare it with that? Um, I, I would say there's a similarity there. I think the big difference, honestly, and it seems minuscule, but in the delivery and for a viewer, one coming from the villain, one coming from the hero. Like, from the hero, you're more willing to, ex like, it's there's different way you accept it from both, but from the hero you're just like, yeah, it's badass, it's fucking ash. And it's like you know he's just fucking <laughs> ash, right? Because um, especially in Army of Darkness, man, the one liners just go out the fucking door. I can't remember every single one liner that was in that movie, but with Freddy, like it, it gets to a point where you know that there's going to be a kill, and then you just know there's going to be a pun after it. Versus where it's really just something he's going to say. It's a pun on what just happened. Where in Ash, you didn't always know what he was going to say after something happened. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, especially in Army Darkness, some of the one-liners, you're like, oh, holy shit. Okay, I wasn't expecting <laughs> to hear that. Mm. You know. So I think there's, it really comes down to hero versus villain and having the one-liners making a difference there. I do like Charlotte bringing up the Freddy and the dad jokes because a lot yeah. of them are they are dad jokes. Dad jokes. They are. Good call of that. So. And so that's also the other thing. I would <laughs> yes. never say Ash really did really had dad jokes because that's just kind of offensive to Ash. No, his yeah. were too awesome. Yeah. Because they're dad jokes. He was right? more drunk uh, college kid jokes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I just handled that. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Hanging out with the all fuckers. What yeah. Sound like? <laughs> Maybe a couple dad yeah. jokes in Ash versus Evil Dead. But as far as the movies you're talking about, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're dad jokes. But that's a good correlation, though. And, they're, and like I said, I feel like it's good to bring out that difference of, you know, how it is portrayed depending on who is 
the one saying them, right? Absolutely. I you definitely know? think that makes an impact for sure. Like Chucky's one-liners I thought were way more hardcore than Freddy's one-liners because he was just like maniacal laughing and just like stabbing you repeatedly versus <laughs> yeah. like doing the kill and then be like, hey, hey, look what I did. This is something that I did that I'm talking about right now. That's that was, that's what Chucky, that's what Freddy mm-hmm. did. Chucky would just be like, I, I can't remember his one-liners though. One of the big ones on three was like, you don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember that much of three because it's <laughs> too fucking terrible. <laughs> but I, I guess better than two though. But I'll say this. I, I love, I, I really appreciate Bride of Chucky. There's some really silly fucking death scenes in there. Oh, yeah. And the dad jokes are pretty, pretty awesome. That Seeds one. of Chucky, they really went a little too... Mm. Like they were really trying to be funny and focus on like the disappointed father, but I'm like, oh, that's that's almost too serious because you know the kid's like a little bitch and Chucky's like this bloodthirsty killer and he's like disappointed because his son's not a bloodthirsty killer. And now I want to bring up one because there's several movies that we've hit on other uh, episodes, but there's one movie that's a goddamn shame we've never brought up, and I'm taking the best opportunity with this episode to bring it up: Killer Clowns from Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, so oh yeah. 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 That movie's fucking hysterical. The fact that we've made it through as many episodes as we have without bringing up well, that movie. We have an episode on the list that we're going to do that that movie is going to come up as a big part of. Yeah. So, But I'm just saying, like, yes, yeah. It, we, haven't, we haven't brought that up. The Chodo I, Brothers. I think Killer Clowns from Outer Space is definitely a really influential movie. It was really different, especially for the time that it came out. I know the exact yeah. year. It was very different, and that's where you started getting the cult following like of that movie. Is, yeah. is where it came with Because it doesn't really have any real gore to it, but it's it has fucked up. It has yeah, some crazy fucked fucking deaths in it. Yeah. Like a shadow puppet, a puppet dinosaur. Fucking, yeah. Those people are dead. Yeah. <laughs> they like, got killed by a shadow. Watching <laughs> it was an acid trip. Like yeah. the yeah. visuals are crazy. But meeting the uh, the Chiodo brothers at um one of the Monster Mini Cons, I think it was the 2018 one. Yeah. All three of them were there, and they were basically just like, we were just trying to write this insane. Like, they didn't say acid trip, but, like, insane, just mind-bending, have-fun horror oh, yeah. movie. I definitely think you know? it was really innovative for its time. Yeah, and it was, it was ahead of time. I feel like a lot of these horror writers and directors are getting way more recognition now than they were when their movie came out. I, th- I feel like some of those movies, too, benefit from, like, HBO and Cinemax, where they're going to get maybe a small, tiny theatrical run, and then they, they'll sit up there... You know, back in the day on the VHS shelf, and it's hard, but you put it on some like HBO or Cinemax, and people would catch it that way, and that would build up the following. That's how I watched it for the first time, and then the second time, and then <laughs> third time, <laughs> then eventually rented it, and then eventually had to own it. So, yeah. yeah. I think I might go and actually watch a couple of these. I don't have to be up early tomorrow. Just like, <laughs> I haven't watched, like, but like, because like, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of three movies. Two of them were hugely influential. One I watched because I watched the first one, but I mean, Talk about horror comedy. You got Return of the Living Dead one and two, and then you've got American Wolf in London. Yeah. People don't realize that movie's like John Lannis even said in interviews, like, no, we're doing a horror movie, but it, it's fucking funny. Like, there's so much dry, again, British humor in that movie where it's like, remember in the movie theater that when they're, they went to a porn theater yeah. for the final scene, and they're in there, and all his victims are haunting him, and he's like, Why'd you eat my face? It's like, this is fucking this <laughs> yeah. random stupid shit, right? The random fever dream Nazi. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Uh, there's so much randomness in that movie. But that movie was still horrific. Yeah. Like, that wolf was beast. Right? And, I mean, and I'm going to jump on the other one. You just had Return of the Living Dead. Part two with just some of the, the dialogue, the kills, everything in there is just a great mixture of comedy and horror. Yeah, I mean, part one definitely had some, like, you know, shut your mouth, boy, if you like this job. Like, 
this job. Or like it worked oh, in the movie. When they're dealing with the um the like first corpse that comes to life <laughs> oh, and it. they're screaming themselves <laughs> oh like my ah! God. right? It's hilarious. That's goofy. Um and then but it, it go it, then then it goes into just like the mass hysteria and just like just like the arm grabbing like uh, Ernie's leg and Yeah, that, and that's what like, I'm saying. He's running after they're, like, that. They're like freaking out about yeah. But then like in two they just kinda went, no holds barred. And um you just have like fuck it. Like yeah. get the damn screwdriver out of my head. The like, fact they use the same two goddamn actors yes. tells you how much of a fuck they gave. Well, I mean, the actors were like, sure. Yeah, like, I can oh, do this. we're two totally different people, but... With yeah. generic-ass white names. Exactly. No one will notice. No one will notice. I noticed. And then in the end, you know, they, you had a lot more lookalike zombies. The One of the big ones being you had the Michael Jackson zombie. Oh, when yeah. they do the electrocution at the end, uh, he, he's dancing. And I'm like, this is... I and watch- all the zombies are in sync, so it literally looks like the thriller video. It, it's it's comedic genius. I need to watch two again. So. Oh yeah, I got um when they when Scream Factory did their restoration of anything like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm pre-order this because well three keeps popping up, but I don't need to see three. I only watched three recently, last sometime towards the end of last year, and I mean, I don't hate it as much as I did when I first watched it. Like I okay, I get it. They're trying to continue the tongue in cheek, but it's 90s. Once sometimes when things when certain things went into the 90s, they just kind of. You know, like well, they're just trying too hard the with 80s. that. They're, it's like they were trying to see if that chick would catch on, and then like you have your like soul, like badass, you know, evil, like Return of the Living but Dead. They person. killed her. Yeah, what would matter? Yeah, it, it actually going ahead of that, you should have done another reboot of, you know, the first one, like you did with two. So two is basically like a reboot of the first one, kinda, because you have another Tarman. So Tarman technically is your mascot, if you will, if you're trying to go that route, because you had two Tarmans. Yeah, right. Fucking idiots. Eesh. So I have a thought. So I'm wondering, um, the great movie that it is, Cabin in the Woods. Ah, Ooh, I was yeah. waiting for that one. I was trying, yeah. 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 Would we consider this a horror comedy? Absolutely. Do you think that the totally. comedic value comes from it being so tropey that it just comes from the tropes? Or is there any like one-liners or specific comedic scenes that you can think of that makes it more of a comedy? I would say that the first half to two-thirds of the movie is because it's so tropey. And there's no real one-liners, but it's because one character notices how tropey it is, right? Oh my God. And th- and that makes, that the fact that he's pointing out all the tropes, but there's no real one-liners. He's just like, wait a minute, when the fuck does- Yeah, he's the hero. Yeah. He's the hero. The stoner. Yeah, the, the stoner, stoner is, is the hero. hero. Oh my God, when he ended up coming back, cause you know, he got dragged off and you like assume that he's dead. I remember thinking at the time, I'm like, no, I gotta hold on hope. I, I didn't see that he was dead, he can't be dead. And he comes back and I'm like, Fuck yes. Yes. Like, he is the hero here. He is the fucking hero. And that, and then at the point when they kind of get together and are like fighting their way through when he comes back, I feel like there's a couple one-liners there here and there. But majority of it, I feel like the first, the majority of the carry through the movie is the tropes and then how they play with that. But when they get into the facility, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they taunt you with that board at the beginning and you're like, and they're like, okay, I see. And then you get to unlocking all of the boxes mm-hmm. and it's like for a horror fan it's an orgy of just it's a orgasm yeah it was a horror it was a orgasm yeah. yeah you have every type of horror trope killing motherfuckers to the point you have a fucking murder like oh, yeah. creature love, thing yeah. I merman love yeah and that little joke they just added on where he was like why well, could i never be a merman 
And then that's how he dies. And he's like, fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, the fuck that like, shoots his blood out of his yeah. fucking. What do you say? He's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Which yeah, I don't like care. I can, I've heard that movie in so, that line in so many movies, but I will never get tired of that because as long as they use it properly, oh, yeah. it's a perfect line. Right? They have it's a unicorn. Line. They have a unicorn kill motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> a unicorn, which yeah. usually you don't yeah. put with, like, watch out for that fucking unicorn. I mean, but there I you definitely go. Think there you go. Cabin in the Woods is the one movie that really plays on the tropes, saying, like, hey, you've seen so many horror movies. We're going to give you a horror movie exactly the way that you know it, but we are going to show that this is different. We are going to we're going to make fun of horror movies. Oh, just the fact that you have that big hero moment. And this is early in his career, but you have Hemsworth. There. Yes. And this is, I mean, I think it's after, after Thor. the first Avengers. Yeah. Or it was after the first Avengers. Because that was 2012. So this was 2013. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, so you got him establish this Thor, but he's, you know, but you got that action hero moment. He's like, I'll save the day. I'm going to just jump this shit and I'll get there. And he fails yeah. miserably. And you're like, and that character's fucking dead. Yeah. I think, honestly, through the whole movie, everything was gold. It was great. It was genius. The best part is the end. Where the world gets fucking destroyed anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, for me, the like that way that climax unfolded, and then he go right into uh, was it last by Nine Inch Nails? I was just like, yes! Yes! oh god, like because I was expecting to hear a Nine Inch Nails song, and that song comes in hard. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and that was a beautiful ending for them. And they didn't even have to do this. They throw in Sigourney Weaver at the last like five minutes, which you don't even need That's to do because. Where yeah, the budget went, but I'm saying you know what, the movie's so good. And it's like, oh, just you know, just in case. Here Here's you go, Sigourney Weaver. Here yeah, you go. here you go. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. And I was wrong. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is 2011, and so it was after Thor, but before Avengers. Yeah, I was at that time. It's a blur. Yeah, there's a lot of weed in that day. back then. <laughs> a lot of weed. Not weed. A lot of weed. Then you survive a horror movie, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's been there's uh, you're right. Since 2010, there's been tons of them. I mean, look, we've had like. The uh, Scout's Guide to Zombie Apocalypse, fucking um, what is it? Uh, Deathgasm. Oh yeah. Have you watched? Have you, have you guys seen? I seen it. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! That movie is amazing. You can spoil it. I'm good. Oh, just the the the, the a the soundtrack. They play. They found this like uh, m- music that was. Uh, it's kind of like uh, Todd versus the Book of Evil when you yeah, say kind of yeah, yeah. but in like more hardcore deaths. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, way more. Yeah. Way yeah. More. <laughs> So they find this music that is uh, that can unlock the gates of hell, and they want to start this band. So they play this, and it's this like of course slow, drudgy doom metal riff. And then all of a sudden, zombies start popping up. You know, again another British movie, so it's dry as fuck yeah. at times. But then it's just like a fucking the last again the last twenty minutes of that movie is just a blood fest. Remember when he has the two chainsaws? It's literally it's just, just blood. Fucking... When you say blood fest, very accurate because <laughs> yes. the blood budget for that fucking movie, I mean, oh they had God. to have barrels and barrels of it because <laughs> I think there's several characters that are just carry the fuck out, just covered in blood. Like yeah. Jesus. Um, when I like to bring up. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes. So yes. I know it's much more leans on that comedy than horror, but some of the jokes in there when he's trying to, you know, he's trying to bite the chick's neck and he hits an artery. So he's like literally trying to catch all the blood in his mouth and then it's just getting sprayed. <laughs> jokes like that are just fucking genius. <laughs> I oh love that movie. I um, I was actually hospitalized last year uh, for about a week. And when I was in the hospital, I was on all sorts of drugs. And had my tablet, and that's when I watched this. So I was like, 
high on all sorts of hospital drugs watching this movie. I thought it was the funniest fucking thing I have ever seen. And it's just it's just hilarious. It's really dry. It's uh, definitely British. really yeah. really British dry wait, humor. Wait, is it is it British or Australian? Uh, New, actually, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. Okay. Well, we're ignorant. Yeah, he's a Kiwi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what the director calls himself. I know. Himself, I know. Right? I know. And it's just funny. It's just like it's unexpectedly funny. And it just has this like underlying humor. I don't think anything is like directly jokey about it. Like they're not oversaturating it with comedy, but it definitely has this very like dry, subtle humor. That documentary, yeah, that documentary style. Um, I feel I, I get I get what you're saying, and I think it's it's like th- this wasn't written for comedic purposes. These characters are written that these are actually these characters, and they are just fucking idiots. Yeah, and they and then they they are the the actors portray them like idiots. And then it, it ends up being fucking hysterical. That's what yeah. I get from it when I watch. Oh, it's yeah. like they're just they're fucking morons. And the only thing that saved that movie that that for me was the comedy genius of it because that fucking filming style drives me up a goddamn wall. Okay, well, I fucking I, hate it. It looked like it, it's like they took uh, Christopher Guest movies, that mm. comedy documentary, and just said, "All right, and let's put it into a supernatural world with it." The fact that the vampires are talking shit to the werewolves is yeah, fucking awesome. So like they're like, "Fuck you, we gotta go, you know, hump somebody's leg." Like they're <laughs> shit talking each other. Like, oh, you can't see yourself in the fuck. You're gonna turn to a little bad and fly away, little bitch. I'm like, goddamn, yeah. They're yeah. yeah, saying the comedic genius in that is what saved it for me because if it wasn't nearly as funny as it was, and I had to deal with that fucking documentary style filming, I'd have thrown up probably. I have a random thought though. I always wondered like. How vampires shave their beards if they can't, you know, see their reflections? You know Someone I mean? else shaves it for them. Maybe they got wives. Yeah, they, Most vampires have wives. Well, not wives. I mean, vampire well, wives or like they're slaves. Sl- they're slaves. Slave wives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, slave wives. They yeah. call them wives, but they're slave wives. Yes. <laughs> well, in both, in both the movie and the TV series, there's there there's that one person that does all their tasks. You know, that's promised to become a vampire. Oh or yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. But it's like their actually... constant prospect. If yeah. you look at like motorcycle clubs, it's like the prospect. Yeah, they're 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 a permanent intern. <laughs> Would y'all want to be a vampire? Would you want to be a vampire? Uh, I'd probably be more. I probably won't want to be a werewolf than a vampire. Yeah, I don't really see the appeal of being a vampire. I don't know. I it's kind of hard of... to schedule shit though with a werewolf. You know. Oh, and a vampire, all, I mean, yeah, you can say all at nights, but what are you going to get done? Because who the fuck's always going to do everything at night? I'm yeah. just saying, you're at a show that you really want to go to, and it's a fucking full moon. Next thing you know, you've murdered half the crowd because you want to see fucking hate You're not thinking right? about this logically because, <laughs> see, like, advances in actual science would could, like, delay it for long enough. And then as soon as you get out of the concert, you've got, hey, you've got all the aggression from the concert. You're really going to murder him. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, yeah. I feel like you're going to have a more normal life as a werewolf because you're only affected by the full moon. So that's yeah. not fre- as frequent, you know, as every yeah. day. And you have to have silver bullets to kill you. So those are not as common. And I feel like being a vampire, you're affected all the time. You can't go out during the day. It's easier to kill you. I feel like you're 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 vulnerable a longer period of time a day, right? You're vulnerable when you're sleeping. Absolutely. During the day. I'd be a werewolf. I'd be a werewolf. I I just remembered a a movie that is- We might be on the same par with this. Go ahead. But fucking Fido- Oh no, we're not. But I, I mean, I forgot about that and movie. That's again leans heavy on the comedy, but it has some gore to it, and just the whole concept. I, I fucking love that movie. Like <laughs> it's so, it's so like because they stay really hard on that like 1950s. Like you know, look at Sue, she's helping out, and like, but you've got zombies that are controlled zombies. by collars, and they like sort of mention this whole outside the safe zone. 
world that's devastated by zombies. But then they go back and just live your dream 1950s life and ignore all the zombies that are carnage. out to kill you. Yeah. Zombie carnage. Oh, it's um. so good. And they treat it like a Lassie episode where, you know, Fido, go send mom, you know, and that, oh. movie, that movie actually surprised me when it came out. I wasn't expecting that because the trailer didn't give everything away with that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. when I watched it, it was like, oh, holy fuck. Okay. And you just kind of like, it, it's, it's one of the few zombie movies that when I'm watching it, I'm kind of actually fully engaged because sometimes in a zombie movie, you're like, it's, I'll call it good, but it doesn't mean I was like yeah. completely paying attention the entire time. Well, I yeah. think you know? something that goes along with that is that it's so individual. It's like very 50s propaganda sort of style. Yes. Yeah. And you see so many, there's so much zombie movies out there. There's so much. This is like a very individual take on like the zombie universe. And yeah, like and it's hard to do that too, right? Oh yeah, still have After an original so take. Open. And it was almost yeah. like zombie racist, like which was you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean, like oh you mean like Dead Snow with the Nazi zombies? Yeah, but <laughs> but no, but I'm saying in, in Fido, they're like you know well, he's just a zombie. His opinion doesn't matter. When he's like you know he really wants to do oh, this. Oh yeah, okay, okay, I gave yeah, some reverse zombie. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean they're just like they're like zombies don't matter because they're dead now, so they don't have an opinion. And you're like, god damn. <laughs> I feel like. Of all the comic, comedic horror movies, the zombie one is the one that does the best with it because you can just have a lot of fun with that. And still, it's easier to make an original thing around the zombies yeah. that you can bring out a movie. I mean, look at look at Cooties. It's fucking oh, hilarious. Oh, honey. It's fucking... And from a chicken nugget? Yeah. Really? From a yeah. chicken nugget at school lunch. But <laughs> then again, you watch it, you're like... This is amazing. There are like little fucking, you know, f ten year olds chowing down their parents. Yeah, and you see <laughs> adults have to kick the shit out of kids <laughs> to fucking survive. Well, the cast. I mean, Elijah Wood, and Ryan, Rain Wilson. Come on, yeah. man. Like that. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. I, I just watched that for the first time this oh, dude, year, and it's so good. It's so. Good. <laughs> Fucking silly again because of a fucking nugget, <laughs> which of course it would be a nugget that yeah. would like turn all the kids into fucking zombies. Of course, I'm kind of worried about going to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, apparently the adults didn't get affected. I'm good. My fucking nuggets. I forgot about cooties. cooties God damn, that one's it's, so right, but it's, fucking good. It's right. It's in that t the 20 teens because we're in the 2020s now. It's in the teens. Um, as Charlotte said at the beginning of the episode, like there, there was a onslaught of just horror comedy. Well, and what's the other one with like the kid zombies? It just came out like last year. Uh, Little monsters. Oh yeah, little monsters. That yeah, was I still, fucking hilarious. I still need to see that one. That's good. It's funny. And uh, I mean, I haven't watched the. You said Ready or Not was funny too, right? Ready or Not is like I I, I would put it like Clue meets like Your Next, where like Ooh, there you go, and one. and not like where there's just these zany ass characters and they're in this house and they're just pretty much hunting down this chick. It's really fun. Um, one and I'm gonna backtrack to early '90s again, and I I just gotta mention this. Fucking Tremors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the first Tremors. Two, eh, I'm not saying they're all well, comedies. You can just say the first Tremors. The first Tremors. Kevin Bacon being fucking silly-ass Everybody redneck. in that cast. Everybody. Everybody in that cast, man, was Reba. You got Reba McIntyre in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dude from... <laughs> the yeah, that sitcom. Whatever, whatever yeah, the thing you did. <laughs> yeah, I like how we both we <laughs> literally both were like that show that Michael J. Fox was on in the. But that 80s. movie is hysterical. I yeah. love that movie. It's the only one worth watching, in my opinion. Like, is the first and that's kind of where the tremors. early horror comedies where they didn't take themselves seriously at all. I mean, these no. things, you know, they have the kills in it, but you know, there's the part where one of them gets uh, Kevin Bacon tricks it into slamming into a wall, and he's like, "I got you, both." He's like shit talking this creature that <laughs> five minutes earlier was about to fucking eat him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tremors. Tremors is a great one. I mean, I, the one that I thought we were on the same page with before we met, went into Fido, which again was a good pull, was um, 
Slither. I the movie's love fucking Slither. hilarious. Yes, Slither. Funny. Come on, that movie's so I goddamn the, funny. I got the joy of uh, during the beginning of the Beautiful Disasters panel, we showed some clips. Mm-hmm. Worker was there, so we got to show just a short clip of Slither. But that movie's so fucking zany and fun. Yep. Oh, young James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> but just the the uh, yeah. yeah, some of the be- the scenes that it the are... ending is gross. Rachel, uh, we we watched it at home, and Rachel was like, ew, 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 because he's like this giant. Fleshy thing with mm. tentacles. And he's like, baby, I love you. Yeah. Like, why don't you love me? <laughs> and the voice that he does, yeah. 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 <laughs> and just looking at this tentacle creature, and it's Wait. just, oh, and then, oh, oh, what's his name? Firefly. Um... Oh, and Nathan Fillion. Nathan yeah. Fillion. Yeah. Yeah. And in the clip that you showed at Beautiful Disasters, um, it's like him turning into it, and Nathan Fillion shows up, and then he like runs off, and then after he sees that, he's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the real reaction. Like in yeah, a yeah. lot of horror movies, when there's a creature, you just kind of like, oh my god, what Whoa. was that? Whoa! But no, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'd be like, the <laughs> fuck is this? What is happening? There's not, there's not, there's not going to be anything like serious in my voice. Going like, there's no fucking way. I just saw what I saw. Somebody please tell me I smoked some weed and I didn't remember it. The fuck just happened? Jesus Christ! Like. Right? I appreciate natural reactions. Like yeah, to, James like, Gunn was good at that in that movie because there was a. I feel like because even like we could talk about going to the bar scene where uh, what's her face it was got impregnated and so she's just oh yeah up. and she's just like what's wrong with me? me? I'm just so damn hungry. <laughs> oh fucking great. Uh, which I mean we have to give Slither the nod that it it it, it did kind of stem from Night of the Creeps. Oh yeah! That's oh, yeah. All right, thank creeps. you. Let's yeah. talk about Night of the Creeps. The creeps. <laughs> yeah. Good Night segue. Yeah, I love Night of the Creeps. Another hilarious, just, just also gross because. I think some creeps. of the humor that comes from that movie is I'm sorry, Bad Doctors. Who's who's the Tom Atkins Tom is Atkins. the main. Uh, yeah, it's just his his PTSD and his struggle and just what he's like going through. He's like drunk then, through most of the movie. It seems like yeah, he's fucking yeah. drunk and he's like you know being really dramatic and then the college kids just like. Um, okay. <laughs> like, like, how do I handle this situation? Easy, bro. Go to a meeting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, no, Tom Atkins is fucking awesome in that movie. Yes, he was. Yep. And just the way they have to dispatch the zombie, especially the bus full of <laughs> zombies <laughs> at the end. They just have to fuck them all up. Uh, what I want to bring up that <sighs> it could have been better. I, I enjoy like 75% of this movie. Um, happy Death Day. Take didn't it, watch it. Had no desire I didn't to. Like it. Had no desire. I to. I enjoyed yeah. most of it. Take Groundhog Day. Put it in kind of a horror movie setting. The concept I enjoyed. Most of the movie I enjoyed, but the ending just shits the bed so fucking bad. Like dumb it's it, the, the ending. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the concept I was kind of curious about. I was like, all right. And I was like, I'm actually enjoying this more than I was. I thought I would. Again, just take Groundhog Day, but put it like getting viciously murdered over and over again or having accidents happen over and over again. I'm good. Yeah. The one thing I do appreciate about that movie, the one thing I enjoyed about it was there was a scene where she's talking to this like boy that she likes and you know, she has to wake up every day and do the same thing. Um so she's talking to this boy and eventually she figures it out and she just doesn't give a fuck at this point. So they're having this like conversation and then she just like has a huge fart. And goes forward. That's funny because like he's not gonna remember because yeah. the next day she's comes like, up. Fuck it. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could apply that in my life. <laughs> like how many times I wanted to fart and then them not 
remember it. And it didn't remember. It didn't matter. Well, sweet, farts are funny, but in that instance, he was up because hey, he wouldn't he wouldn't remember. It's yeah, just, yeah. I right. want somebody to attempt that movie again, but make a better version of it. Like the, the concept though. of that Groundhog Day, but having people in a horror that was setting. Blumhouse, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. yeah. And they made a sequel, so that's probably not going to be like a redone no, no. anytime soon. No, no, no. I mean, they're they're new. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like the way, I mean, the first one came out, I think, like three years ago. It's not it's not going to happen okay. anytime soon. The girl was soon. cute. The girl was cute, yeah. and the fart scene was funny, and then the movie just didn't draw my attention at all to it. Like, don't the, don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, you don't have to. It's just one of those that hits kind of what we're talking about, but mm, disappoints at the end. So yeah, not not a fan of that. Um, I mean, there is a slew. One new one that I just saw that um, I'm apparently the only we we discussed this earlier before we were started recording uh, was Slaughterhouse Rules, which was um it had starred Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and uh. Pronounce his name. I'm sorry, Michael Sheehan. Yes, yes. yes. Um, who all three of those were fucking hysterical characters. Uh, basically, they run this prep school. It's again British. Um, so hello, a lot, of, a lot of dry humor. They run a prep school. Uh, so very, you know, you know, stick up the ass rules, so on and so forth. Tr- tradition. They're all about the tradition. They have their walls. Mm-hmm. And their yeah. 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 Of great, great, great founders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently there, uh, there's a fracking site, like on the school grounds, but on the outskirts. Yeah. And I guess the school allowed it to happen. Well, they're digging up and disturbing these like sleeping, I don't uh, dwellers in the ground. These like almost look like a mix between like the descent, the descent, but more like. With like the Ghostbusters, like dogs, the hell dogs. Okay, all right. These weird, but a little bit bigger. And like, how about this? Um, Stranger Things too. Yeah. Those kind of dogs, yeah. like demi minus the flower yeah. head. But okay. yeah, but with the dog, with the, yeah. with the head of the dogs from Ghostbusters, but that body Ooh, size. That sounds. They're just like fucking badass. Big, like, it was fucking rad. It was funny. It was very funny. I caught it on Prime. It was like September, October last year. It was random. I saw it and I knew I something I had read about and was looking forward to. And I lost track of it. And then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch it. And I watched it. And I enjoyed it all. I, 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 it's rewatchable to me. I mean, you put Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in the movie, I'm probably oh, yeah. going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like, so. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> um, definitely uh, recommend to the other two panelists. Check that out. It's a, it's a fun one. Sounds oh, yeah. like date night. What? Hopefully it's still on Prime. So. Hopefully. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked since I watched it the first time. So, any other ones you can think of? I mean, we've covered, oh, we we've covered can, a decent amount oh, of them. We also. can go. I mean, there's... I mean, we, we brought it up briefly, but I think uh, Dead Snow is definitely pretty fucking silly when you think oh, about yeah. no, it's, it's ridiculous. Nazi zombies and, we, and the way they kill people. Like, come on, they kill somebody in a shitter, like one of those outhouses. I mean, yeah. that's a terrible fucking way to go, all right? Well, it's a bad way to die. We, um, oh, man, I just had a brain fart. We didn't bring up um, Final Girls. Did you ever see that? I haven't seen that. That's a new one. It's got one of the dudes from Workaholics, the like short-haired, brown-haired dude, uh, Kind of, he was the douche from. He was in Pitch Perfect as the douche nozzle. Okay, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Um, and basically, there's these group of kids going to a camp that, and one, and that girl's mom was an actress in a movie sent around like a horror franchise, like Friday the Thirteenth, where there was this camp killer, and it's like a, it, it goes into like this weird dimensional thing where there's like an alternate reality thing. So when they go up to the camp, they like actually are entering the horror movie world, and like oh. her mom's there. As the young, as the young version that she was starring in the movie, and That's so they have to cool. they have to fight like a, a mass killer, huh? And it goes and it, it it's called Final Girls. Um, yeah, I can show you guys the picture right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's that's a, good. Yeah, that's, watch it, that. That's, it's fun. It's just stupid, but fun. That's like, that if, if, you can, if you can be stupid, but still be good, because uh, let's face it, if if all you got stupid, but there's, like there's nothing you're doing to kind of make it interesting, no time for that. Uh, it's no time for that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So that that is one I would recommend. Um, and of course we got Zombieland one and two. Oh, I mean, yeah. those goes without those goes without saying. But again, like I said, most of the comedy has come from the zombie aspect. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy to play with that if, like, and in the apocalypse. The I musical, was going to say, that's what I thought was about to you, you, you saw it? I watched that, yeah, I watched it at Christmas. I was like, this is amazing. It's kind of now going to have to be a Christmas uh, it's classic. It's so good. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievably hilarious and gory. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, the principal got me a lot, or the, or the headmaster. Oh, There's yeah. one song where he's, like, losing his <laughs> mind. <laughs> this, is, um, this is awesome. Um, I know we we brought up so many zombie uh, ones. I throw warm bodies in there. It's not. I did not like that movie. That's I appreciate. Cute. I appreciate the perspective, the zombie perspective, and that kind of thing. All it right. does turn into kind of a teenager movie a little bit, but it has a little some, bit. A, yeah, a I mean, little bit. Uh, I don't really, think... it's got John Malkovich in it. I enjoyed it, it. He is funny. He's a bad guy. <laughs> it didn't have John Malkovich. I thought it was a cute movie. I don't think I'd call it a horror comedy. Though. I no? think it's more of like I a mean, you're modern... bitching about how you're like, oh, I'm a zombie, but I'm not a real zombie. I mean, like, that's you don't really get that in too many movies. So, but it does turn into a romantic comedy near the end. And yeah, yeah, I think it's more of like a zombie I would shoot romance. for the first half hour of that. I enjoy. We'll just not watch it. Yeah, that's true. there's that too. <laughs> you, just, you just not watch it. All right, whatever, just completely brother. erase the uh, existence of that movie, which I was hoping we could get through without talking I about it. Good. I didn't think you of all people. We shit on that leaving a movie one night because yeah, the poster was out. At your theater, and we I were just enjoyed it the first time. No, no, no. It. Before it came out, we were like, oh, yeah. oh, "This is gonna be fucking stupid." Well, because it was yeah. on the tail end of Twilight, and like, who haven't we made um, supernatural lovers yet? Zombies, and so the poster and everything set up that I figured it was gonna be Twilight with zombies, and it attempts to be at the end, but the first half hour is pretty funny about like. Kind of what Zombieland Two does, where you've got different zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I... I appreciate that. I thought it was cute, but I honestly think it's just a movie for teenage girls. What are you trying to say? That's what I think it is. Well, we we like teenage, our movies. You're a teenage girl. <laughs> I think yeah, it might be a teenage girl. We like we're, we're not trying to say, I think she just said that. I'm yeah. calling you a teenage girl. There you go. Um, so on that note. So one, I will say there's a trilogy that we did miss, and the third one's really not that good, but I do want to bring it up because it is fucking ridiculous. And I did chuckle at a couple parts. Is the reanimator series. Aha. Uh-huh. I mean, the first right? one, I mean, come on. Right? The, the, the head, first one. Come on. I mean, everything about that first one's fucking hysterical. If you don't laugh at that, like, you take yourself too seriously. Um, the second one has its faults, but it's still funny. I thought it was good. The third one, eh, uh, Have you seen Beyond Reanimator? No. Don't. I, it's I not Stuart I, Gordon. It's Brian Yuzna. I don't so think I've seen go. it because um, every time mm. I've mm. heard any of my friends nope. bring it up, they, there's nope. a face they make. You're yeah. making it right now. Yeah. I mean, I know not we're good. not a very visual thing on a podcast, yeah. but there's a face that if I just... What, what's your opinion again on uh, Reanimator 3? Uh, it's not good. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. There's a face of like... I, I just, will say there's like a flopping... They reanimate a dick that's, the, that's been dismembered. So right. there's like a flopping dick that like a rat's chasing around. That's that was kind of funny. That yeah, was kind of funny. funny. I mean, so that's what you get out of an hour and a half is... What I thought was funny Floppy was there's dick. a dick flopping around. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's the extent of the movie. Like if I could just fast forward to the ending where I can see that, then I'll I'll be fine. I know you like floppy dicks. I do. You know, hey, <laughs> what? Hey, hey. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's some we're missing because well, there's tons. Yeah, it, it, look, you listen, you, you hear, you. There's one that we that you're waiting, waiting. We didn't bring up. Post it on our site. So. Yeah, come on. We, you know, there's so many that like true horror fans are really know. You know, they know and they they're like, oh, then they bring this up. But again, we, I think we dropped probably what forty movies. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count. Yeah. But yeah, then there's gonna be that one that somebody's like, come on, come yeah. on, come on, and we don't like and, assholes. And we are also sorry that we didn't get to that one because uh, it got to a point where I was like digging in my brain of like ones that I love that are horror comedies. But again, it's just so much information. Yeah. So, um. Thank you know. I hope you liked what we didn't name as horror comedies. If you don't agree that some of them are horror comedies, you can also hit yourself about that too, and like just talk about why you don't feel like they're actually a horror comedy. Because just because they're funny to us doesn't mean that they are actually comedic movies. Thank That's you. the thing too. I, and I held back because yeah. I mean I didn't bring up Troll too, which is pretty goddamn hilarious. I feel like that classifies as a comedy, dude. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But I, I still held off on some of those. I was that... about to call you out on that too. I was like, wait a minute. No, it's I Troll just... too. But they I mean, don't try to make it a comedy. There's no attempt to make a comedy. It's just, just so bad acting. that yeah. it's hilarious. Fair enough. Yeah. See, and that and that's a prime example. It's like movies that are so bad that they're just hilarious versus actually being a horror comedy, right? I'm glad Hunter wasted everyone's time with warm bodies. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. Yeah, it's not back. I didn't dude, I don't I don't I get was it. about the attempt. All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. God damn. No. <laughs> Both y'all fucking teaming up to well, don't it's, be a teenage girl. I, just, I thought he was kind of cute as a zombie. That's all. You know, he's better as Beast. Yeah. The sole reason he got that role is because he was fucking of Beast in first class. Yeah. It came out right after that. Anyway, so we're not done. We do have one more segment. Before we get to that, we do want to talk about our sponsors. So first, foremost, oldest OG, we got Amazon.com. Bow. Amazon. Bam. That's right. You go to GIPodcast.com, go to the top right, click links. Go through our Amazon link and just log in and shop like normal. Does that's all you got to do? Cost they you have nothing more, everything. and we get a little kickback. But they have everything. I mean, and I know you just got those tax checks back, so you're trying to spend that money. Oh right? yeah, we know Groots you know? is. <laughs> he brought that up I on mean, one of the other ones. He was like, "God, I can't wait till my tax check comes back. I'm buying so many fucking movies." <laughs> I just pre-ordered a couple movies as well as I just bought some new shit because I got a new cell phone, so I needed new charger cables and all that bullshit. So oh, I tested it. I've gotten into some retro games recently, and I've got a 64. I was like, fuck it. I need to see if they have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 Ooh. for the 64. Wow. They fucking did. Wow. Yeah. It just How came much in yesterday. That? Uh, like $15. Ooh. Hey. Yeah. hey. Yeah. But I'm just hey. saying, like, that's not like something pretty accessible anymore. No, yeah. no, no. Not hey, at all. Or it'd be like 30 plus, bucks. Yeah, I want a 20 plus year old game and yeah. through Amazon. There you go. Fuck yeah, man. Um, So, yep. We all shop through it. We're all getting our monies back. We're going to buy some more shit through it. And we get a kickback. So that's awesome. Yeah. Second newest is Tee Public, which is where all our motherfucking merch is. Yeah. We got t-shirts, hoodies. I want to say it. Uh, Banners. Banners. <laughs> Thank you. Coop. Mugs. Uh, no. No. See? No. See? 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 That's what I get. That's what you do. <laughs> Listen here, Mr. Fucking Warm Bodies. Why don't you take yeah, a warm, warm dick? Bodies. God damn it. Man, what take is going on dick. here? All right. So, um, I mean- Posters, tote bags, fucking all kinds of stickers, magnets, pins. All when we oh have it. buy it. Oh my, yeah, buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Do it. We, Support I think us. we're we just dropped a new design under the GUI merch page. It was uh, Yeet Everything 2020. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeet Everything because this is a goddamn tire fire. <laughs> I'll still go back to the design before that though. Um, the five year. Oh yeah, man, coming up. I've got the five year is coming up. Four twenty. Hey. hey. 
Um, Which is also mine and Hunter's dating anniversary. Oh. Six years ago. 420 is a great date for so many things, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. man. (laughs) No, I actually just got the five year shirt. I got it in purple. Because nice. you can like choose which colors and everything. Look good in purple, and it looks great in purple. Oh, you wore, yeah, you wore yeah, it. The I wore it. I wore it yeah, the I saw it. The and that's one thing we never bring up is that what's great with T Public is you like the design, but you don't want a black shirt like everybody does. <laughs> like, yeah, you can change that color. And yeah, Charlotte got a purple the five year one. It looks really fucking nice. You can change the color. Well, I will say, and they T Public does do a good job if you scroll down and you actually look at the page instead of just doing the thing and then buying it. They are descriptive with the fact that different colors come with different material the shirt's yeah. made out of so the design might not last as long on said material it might not uh, adhere as well to the material i just like that it previews you know? so you can kind of see because yeah, you can see it but i'm just saying like it looks good but it might not initially you know. i think we were she was gonna go with pink and we realized that the red and the gui and the pink just weren't gonna work and that mm-hmm. purple one it stood out so nice well having said that the purple quality is very good yeah. So purple is very good. So, so um, it basically comes down to like the black we know they know is 100% cotton. Yeah. And printing really adheres to 100% cotton. It's when you start getting ones that have like a little, um, what was it? Like the Heather has like, a, I think a spandex in it or something. Mm-hmm. Those kind of colors. Like, cause I bought a couple of Heather shirts and it was like, oh, this doesn't, no. Does it like have this. the same feel? No, it doesn't. Yeah. It feels like it's like sitting on top of the shirt versus being part of the shirt. And I'd rather be part of the shirt. Yeah. So that's just, Saying you still buy it, I'm just letting you know. And then you said T Public is great at describing that too. Further down, their website's really friendly to you. It is, like, it really is friendly and stuff. Yep. So go get a shirt. Yeah, boom. All right. So oh, hell yeah, here we go. So now that that's done, it is time for Stump the Host. All right. So Stump the Host is a rapid fire trivia segment where we ask the guest to bring six questions. Plus a tiebreaker if needed, uh, and basically Hunter and I just get to uh, talk shit to each other yeah. about how dumb we are. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then like the panel or <laughs> yeah, we got was kind of we tied. Well, no, we tied, but we at least got one. I we guess one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I appreciate Murphy showing up, and being like, "I'm just gonna throw some questions y'all are gonna get." Yeah, she Fuck you guys. The, I think she threw two of the three out. Yeah, she and did. It was like, "Holy shit!" And the one I'm like, "I fucking knew it." Yeah. Like, God damn it! I haven't watched the movie in. God, it's probably been ten years from now. Like trigger, yeah. the trick or treat question. I know. I know. It was good questions though. Those that's, that's what we want. Prepped, good questions. No one she's a cry. I should have known this because she talks about talks the movie up all the time. I should have like prepped ahead of time. Mm-hmm. All right. So to keep this fair, because Hunter and I are married, I cheated and went ahead and used the horror trivia, trivial pursuit question. Yeah, we're about to get fucked, dude. Which and we still need to set that up. Yeah. I read yeah. over them. I'm really confident that y'all are going to know this. Oh. I am secretly hoping Steven wins. God damn. <laughs> See, this is like the, the opposite of having an advantage. Yeah, where you're you like, have no fuck advantage you. With me. You have no advantage <laughs> with me. You throw your dick around, and I'm tired of that shit. So Ooh. I want Steven to win. Ooh. And it'll be yeah. fun to make fun of you. Let's see if I can beat the odds. Yeah. I'm the underdog yeah. in this one, apparently. You are. I, you thought, are it was, I thought it was uh, going to be uh, the, have nope. the advantage. Nope. The other way around. Yep. Yeah, nope. Nope. I'm at the right. disc. So s- you get to choose who you want to go first. Yeah, we're going to start off easy. We're going to start off with Steven. Okay. <laughs> what uh. is the name of the group of child protagonists give themselves in It? Oh, the Losers Club. The Losers Club. Yes, sir. <laughs> you just turn a red. And you're really white, so when you turn red, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll get this one, Hunter. Oh. I believe in this See, one for you. And then she's going to throw me a one that's going to be tough as shit. <laughs> All right. As of 2018, The Thing was one of how many film collaborations between Kurt Russell and John Carpenter? 
Oh shit! I gotta do some counting real quick. Mm, it'll make How many? Oh, what? What? Hold on. Oh, fuck! I'm gonna say three. Nope. Two. Nope. No, it's, it's got to be more than three because I got three of them in my head. All right, all right. It's got to be. Wait, it wait. is five. Holy shit! Hold on. I, Here I we go. God damn it! I'm an idiot. I forgot go. about Escape from New uh, L.A. There's Elvis. No, but the thing. Oh. Escape from New York. Yeah. The thing. thing. Big Trouble, trouble in Little China, China and Escape, Escape from, from L.A. Oh, oh wait, so I, I misunderstood the question. What was it? How, read that again. How many of has he worked As with up to 2018? Oh, I missed thing. that part. I thought up to the thing. Up to the thing. You know, the thing including the thing was two. That's you why I got confused. Attention. I know. I'm oh, super so staring at his whatever. red face. Whatever. Oh, you're, you're still ahead. Yeah, you're yeah, still ahead. I could have been even more ahead. Yeah. All right. Goddamn Which, Elvis movie. And this is for Steven. Which character murders Marion Crane in the shower scene in Psycho? Oh, uh, the I mean Anthony Perkins, the character. Uh, you have to give a name. I know. I don't. Hey, this is awesome. I can't. <laughs> All right, honey. I can't remember. Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Norman Jesus Bates. Christ. <gasps> I, How did I forget that? That was hanging right in right, front of me. And you're like, I okay, hold on. I don't think it's such as hard on for Psycho. I feel like. No, would. like, I, I, it was, I just, that's the problem with trivia, too. That's blank. what happened. Yeah, yeah. Blank. true. Oh, I just, and like, I, I know was... Norman Bates. I even watched the fucking series. Jesus Christ. I thought you were fucking with <laughs> No. Are we one and no. one? You mean the series Bates Motel? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, one and one. All right, this is for Hunter. What is the surname of the Mary demonologist in The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2? The surname? The last name. Uh, um, do, do, fuck. Do, do, I will just do, say I don't do, know because I've only Steven. seen Conjuring and he's seen both of them. So he I know them. Knows I'm going to be pissed um, because they have a house in Connecticut. Uh, fucking no, the Lutzes were the family for the Amityville. Uh, God damn it. I know the fucking name. Warren. The Warrens. Warren. I know. I knew their yeah, fucking sir. names. I knew their fucking names. Oh, I'm so pissed. But you didn't. Do it. <laughs> right. I did. I just couldn't remember. This is for Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Nancy Thompson survives a nightmare on Elm Street to appear in what sequel in the series? Dream Warriors, Nightmare Three. Yes, sir. God, that is a, such a fucking <laughs> gimme. I so was Norman Bates. Jesus Christ! Fuck you. All right, <sighs> we'll see if you can tie this up. Which I need to find a tiebreaker. All right, in the Wailing. What is the profession of the protagonist? The, the whaling. I have no uh, idea. The whaling from 2016. Yeah. Uh, nope. The what is the profession of the protagonist? Mailman. Nope. I've I've never fucking seen the Just whaling. Throw an occupation out um, there. He was a professional massage. Therapist. He's an ice cream man. I'm just kidding. He was a police officer. Okay. Oh. So two to one. You yeah. Yay. Boom. I, it should have been three to one. Well, Good. four to one, technically. I knew the fucking Warrens. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Oh. That, no, that pisses me off. See, but that's what happens when you put on the spot. Like, you, you blank. And since it's rapid fire, like, it's way different because it's not like we're at trivia at a bar where we have, like, five minutes to yeah, think yeah. of the answer. That's all right. You know, that, I know y'all are beasts of trivia. I know. God, that, I knew the John Carpenter though. one's killing me because yeah. I didn't think about I didn't think about Elvis, and then Escape from L.A. was the one. Those that, are some good questions, though. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to actually like play this. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, y'all, for being on. Hope you had fun. Absolutely, it was a blast. Thanks, yeah, guys. and um, I don't know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm pissed. I don't. I didn't get. I'm still pissed. Yeah. I didn't get the Warrens the, or, no, or no, Norman no. Bates. I know the Bates. Fuck. The Bates one was t- like that one was shot. Shut the fuck up. Hunter. Shut the fuck up, Hunter. Yeah. Yes. Just like on my name. Yeah. Fuck you, Hunter. Fuck, fuck you in your whatever <laughs> hole you have. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> you I'm, won and you're angry. I know because I, I just two I should have gotten. You still won. You still I won. Know. I know. I get mad at myself for not remembering that shit. That's all right. It's Norman fucking Bates. I don't judge you. 
You know, uh, Even though we're all judging you. All right, guys. I kicked ass. Kicked on his ass. He did. It's fine. Um, I feel better now. <laughs> I broke the tie because we did tie at GalaxyCon. We well, so I kept the score the same five five. So now it is six five. Ooh, Ooh. shit talking. Come back around. You, I led. You led. Now I lead. It's gonna just be back yeah, and yeah, forth. Back it's and gonna forth. be back and forth. It it's fine. Will. So until next time, we'll talk to you later. It's Norman fucking Bates. Podcast.com.